Welcome to the Courage Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Justine Wenzel, entrepreneur, glam girl, and karaoke enthusiast. For over 10 years, I've been teaching women how to become more courageous by pressing into fear so they can step into their purpose. Whether it's me at the microphone solo or I'm sharing the stage with incredible guests, I'm committed to bringing you the best while sharing the truth that will set us all free. Time to wake up and stop giving fear all the power. I'm bringing tangible tips for more peace and authenticity while simultaneously giving you an ab workout as we weave in comedic flair. So buckle up because it's time to live your best life. Hey, welcome back to Courage Queen. I'm excited that you are here. We are going to talk about the power of no today. And I really am excited about jumping into this topic today because I pulled you guys on our social media Courage Queen pod on Instagram, and it was an overwhelming amount of you that told me that saying no is such a difficult task. Maybe we just don't want to be perceived as selfish or uncaring or lazy or mean. We need to learn how to say no. We need to learn how to say no with confidence, and we need to learn to put our needs sometimes above others. And that goes along that whole line of people-pleasing. I'm not going to get into that a whole bunch right now because I have an entire episode dedicated to that topic that I know that we are going to have some amazing nuggets that we're going to be able to pull out of that conversation with a good friend I will be having on as a guest. But let's talk about the power of saying no. Whether it's a friend asking you for a personal favor, you've received an invitation to some social gathering that you'd rather not attend, Maybe a coworker or a boss is asking you to take on extra work or a family member is asking you for money or asking you to do something for them. And it can just feel really tough and stressful to say no. And then there's this whole added anxiety of, well, how do I say no? I don't want to come off mean, rude, uncaring, you know. But again, for some of us that are people pleasers, this seems nearly impossible to do. So raise your hand if you're a people pleaser. Okay. I know I've got some people here with me. Saying yes to everything could leave you very little time to do the things that you actually want to do. And there's also this weird thing of once people figure out that you have a hard time saying no and that they can convince you of basically anything, they will continue to ask you. So while there's nothing wrong with doing things for other people, it becomes a problem when we do keep doing these favors because we are unable to say no. At first, saying no can feel uncomfortable and awkward, but practicing it a little bit, uh, you will begin to see how easy this can be. And the more I say no, the more free I feel. So I am going to kind of give you some strategies that will help with this. Again, I'm speaking from my own personal experience because I've been on this journey of working on some specific things like setting boundaries, saying no, getting healthy with my self-talk and limiting beliefs, all these different things. So I think that there's some key strategies that help when we're thinking about how are we going to say no and how do we go about this process. So let's talk about that first. We need to be clear when saying no. We need to stop saying things like maybe, I'll think about it, because this really comes across like this very wishy-washy, uncertain, lack of confidence response. This indecision not only drains both parties, because we have no idea what's going on, but it often encourages other people to push you into saying yes, like they could kind of maneuver their magic on you and convince you or persuade you to say yes when maybe you have no interest and no desire to do so. 
Second is we need to be honest about saying no. Lying about why we're saying no to someone's request can make us feel very guilty about not really being truthful. And getting caught in a lie is actually the worst. It feels so much more freeing to actually be straightforward and get it off of your worry list. Another thing is don't procrastinate. By telling someone no right away, you're allowing this other person to make other plans. So you're not just, again, giving them this wishy-washy answer like, maybe I'll be available on Wednesday. I don't know. Can I get back to you and let you know? And then it's more likely to get brushed under the rug. You're hoping that they will bring it up and ask you. And they've already kind of done their job of asking you. So the least you could do is give them a direct answer to let them know yes or no. What direction should they go in? Because nobody likes that type of friend who flakes out last minute or who has no confidence in their yes and no confidence in their no. Next thing is, don't make excuses or defend yourself. Remember that you have the right to say no. So we have a choice in in the end of this. No one's making you do anything. But you do need to assert that and don't feel the need to defend yourself. Don't ask permission. An assertive no is not proceeded with, do you mind if I don't? Or will you be mad if I say no? Or is this okay with you? I find that a lot of times, even when we do say no, we end up adding in these extra statements like, don't be mad at me. Do you mind? Is this okay? So we need to just stop asking permission. Like, can we just agree that the whole asking for permission thing is just getting annoying and it just needs to stop? We need to strengthen our no. If you've been saying yes to too many requests for way too long, People likely will not accept your refusal the first time that you say no because they feel like they can push you to say yes. So you need to respond with a strong refusal such as, no, as I've said, I'm not willing to do that. And I'm going to give some greater examples of this as we kind of go through this conversation. But here's the thing. You have the right to say no even if others might think that you are being inconsiderate, selfish, and that you are not fulfilling their needs. Sometimes, maybe they're right. However, saying no is about being treated with respect and balancing your own wants and needs with the wants and needs of other people. When you say no to others' requests, they may be unpleasant. They might not be too happy that you are saying no to them. And how they react to your no is very important that you acknowledge and accept this. Like if your sister Kelly might really be mad when you tell her that you will not be loaning her money again, she's allowed to feel whatever she feels, but you're not responsible for how she responds. And I looked into this more deeply, and it's really because as children, we're taught not to go against authority. You know, we are afraid to go against what others tell us to do. Because a lot of times these people are in positions of power and we fear that if we don't obey or follow their direction that we're going to be punished in some way. So here goes, starting the cycle of desire to please and be loved and we often just carry this worry right into adulthood. It makes total sense. We have a fear of conflict, really. And the thing that I never get is that certain people will repeat the same behavior and talk about it with you over and over again. And we'll use this as an excuse, like, I want to keep the peace, or I don't want to say anything. I don't want to start anything. Sometimes I just think that we have this belief that it's just easier. And believe me, I'm all about it. I'm not saying that you're going to go start a fight with somebody. But what I am saying is there's nothing wrong with being direct and setting boundaries in love. But as we know, in some cases, we just need to set a boundary for our safety, 
whatever the case may be. There's obviously varying degrees of this. But psychologically, the inability to say no is directly linked to our need to seek approval from others. So unfortunately, this does stem from our childhood, where somewhere along the line, we did not feel like we could get the love that we needed simply by being ourselves. And it was when we started to use these watered-down versions of communication that no one takes us seriously. It's our lack of confidence in our no that can lead to living a life that we're really not thrilled about because we're constantly worried about fulfilling other people's needs. We got this feeling that we needed to conform or perform to earn affections when we were young. And we're going to get more into what that looks like again in that future episode of People Pleasing. (laughs) Just doing a shameless plug now. But saying no is not a good thing if it's a form of self-sacrifice that takes you further and further away from knowing what your own wants and needs even are. I'll say that again for the people in the back. Saying no is not a good thing if it's a form of self-sacrifice that takes you further away from knowing what your own wants and needs actually are. Let's take a look at our inability to say no, and what it can lead to. Bad relationships. So let's talk about in the form of actually being manipulated, right? If we have the inability to say no, our relationships can get very muddy. You could resort to passive-aggressive behavior because you try to win back some of the energy that you are letting others in your life take. And in the end, it can just lead to you feeling really bad about yourself or feeling really defeated. I honestly think that people lose respect for you when they can tell and realize that your yes is not a yes and your no is not a no, and that they can basically talk you into anything and you truly don't know what you want. You're easier to manipulate. Let's talk about the next one, which comes from a person who always says yes. They're always conforming to another person. And we have to ask ourselves, is this person who always says yes even healthy themselves? Or is this a case of codependency? You see, both parties are not going to be coming from a healthy place if they're constantly conforming to the other person or if it's like one-sided, like one person is always saying, no, we're not going to go do this and we're not going to go spend time with people because I'm uncomfortable with myself. And your partner may be fine, but you're conforming to the other person in order to make them happy. Sometimes you have to come out of your shell and be a little bit bolder and more direct to say, no, this is for our best And I want you to reconsider if this is a healthy decision or a healthy no or a healthy yes. So I think that that is super important. When you don't have a strong yes and a strong no, you're lacking that confidence in your personal identity. It's possible to feel like you don't even know what you want anymore because we've said yes so many times when we wanted to say no. Remember that when you say no to other things you don't want, you're saying yes to something better. Uh, it you. You're saying yes to yourself. So let's normalize no without feeling guilty or saying sorry. They say no is a complete sentence. But for you talkers, I feel you. You're so concerned with not being mean and coming across in the wrong way that you have to, again, go into that defense mode of sharing more information and giving them a little TED talk of, why you're saying no and all the right reasons and where your heart is and what your motives are. We feel like we just need to give them this entire list, right? So here is a list that I've compiled of some of my favorite ways to say no and how to kind of reframe some of these talking points in conversation. 
So say someone invites you to something that you don't really want to go to. And honestly, sometimes they're not even a close friend. So how about this? They invite you to some sort of a celebration for something that they're working on. Here's a great way to respond. I'm so excited for you. Have a fabulous time. I'll be thinking of you even though I'm not able to be there. Or I won't be able to make it. I'm grateful for the invite. And it's not a no forever, but it's going to have to be a no for right now. Isn't that like amazing? It's just I am huge about verbiage. I think words have power. And I think when you have the right words, you can feel more confident in your yes and your no. How about saying, that sounds amazing, but it's just not something I can commit to right now. Now let's talk about even some more short direct ways. Obviously, you could just say no. You could say, no, I'm not comfortable doing that. I think the key is here, again, that we are saying no without apologizing. So let's go to more of a work mode because these are things that I get questions about a lot, even as an entrepreneur, because I'm definitely one of those people that is a verbiage person. Like if somebody's in an argument or someone's just coming to me, like this is what they said to me and I don't know how to respond. Again, they want to come across with the right motives, but they don't seem to have the words. So let's talk about setting boundaries at work. So say you're talking to your boss and they want to give you yet again another project and you are totally overwhelmed. How do you think this sounds? Thank you so much for thinking of me for this project. I was planning on spending the rest of the week working on the other two projects that you've given me that are due really soon, but I'm happy to reprioritize if you let me know which is most urgent. I mean, come on. That's freaking good. How about if a coworker is asking you to help jump on a project or a fundraiser? You could say something like, thanks for thinking of me to help plan this work fundraiser. It sounds really fun. Unfortunately, I'm at my capacity for the week, but maybe one of the other coworkers is free to help. See, you're redirecting it. I love the power of words. What about when someone says something racist, hateful, something that is gossipy, and you just want to shut it down, right? Now, let me be clear. We do not need to waste words on someone who deserves our silence. Sometimes the most powerful word to say are nothing at all. One of my favorite ways to shut people down in their tracks, again, not necessarily in a rude way, but to get someone to stop and think, to get their wheels turning, and maybe point them to a level of awareness that they currently are not in. Something that you do not want to be a part of and that is just not in your realm of energy, of positivity, right? Like no negativity 2021. You can simply just say, no, that's not okay. Or one of my personal favorites. I just go, wow, with kind of this inquisitive look on my face. And I just literally let them sit in that. Like, there are no words. I just don't even say anything. So it's whatever you are comfortable with, but I would just encourage you to have courage and to step out and start using some of these statements rather than not saying anything, coming back and then yelling to a friend or calling your friend or a mom or a coworker or whoever and talking all this bad and spewing out all this hateful negativity about how you can't believe that they said that. When really in the moment you did have the decision or the choice where you could have said something, even if it was again to say nothing at all. You could easily say, let's choose something else to talk about. One of my other personal favorites. Now, if this is a repeated matter, 
One of my favorite things to say, if someone's just not getting the hint, I will say, as I have shared before, the answer is no. I thank you in advance for respecting my wishes to not bring this up again. How do you like that for a statement? So that's one of my absolute favorites. Or we can take Phoebe's approach from friends and just say, oh, I wish I could attend that event, but I don't want to. (laughs) We're not obviously going to say that. I mean, who knows? It depends on how direct you are and how much you care about what other people think and how you handle conflict. But here are some tips, okay? Practice saying no in small unimportant situations, okay? I have been practicing this so much this year. So anytime I am shopping now and I'm in the store buying some different items, I have things in my cart, I just practice literally just looking at every single item and saying, do I really need this? It's gonna be a no. Am I using this as a way to cope right now? How am I feeling? I just do a little mental health check-in, like check-in and do a little body scan. How am I feeling? Am I anxious? Am I mad at somebody? Am I struggling with feeling discouraged right now? Do I really need to buy this? And I just say no. So believe me, there's plenty of times that I say yes. I'm practically a shopaholic, but that's besides the point. Another quick tip is before you say yes to anything, if you feel that you are feeling a little bit indifferent about it, maybe you don't feel like you have peace about it or you feel like you already are having a little bit of internal struggle, you can simply just say, I would like a couple days to pray or think about this and assess my priorities and schedule so that I can give this project or this commitment my absolute best. May I contact you tomorrow? You know, obviously those words can be customized to fit your personality and your lifestyle. This also allows you to assess when you're in a different frame of mind, when you've had water, when you're not hangry, when you've gotten a good night's sleep, when you're in a different space. It provides you an opportunity to review your own needs so that you have peace about your decision. So you just, you're taking a moment and I want you to ask yourself how bad the anxiety, guilt, disappointment, whatever the emotion that you might feel, if you don't do what's being asked of you, can you tolerate those emotions? How can you tolerate them? To what extent and to what level? And assess the fallout. Like if I don't do this, what will it cost me in the long run? Kind of like we were talking about in one of the past podcast episodes um, with my friend Vale. If you have not looked at that, you're going to want to. Another tip for you is seek a healthy mentor to share this decision-making process with. Now, you're really not going to be, again, allowing that person to make those decisions for you. But sometimes seeking the advice of a healthy mentor, depending on the weight of the decision and the situation, can help you make sure that you're not making a decision that is self-sabotaging your happiness, your health, or both. So I really think it's great to have advisors in your life, like whether it's a mental health counselor, a therapist, somebody who is going to have a non-biased opinion, who maybe is like-minded in faith to you, or who you look up to and you look at their life and you say, they make sound decisions and I would want to switch places with them. They're at a different place in their life, a little bit ahead of you maybe. Those are the people that I would be looking to in the current moment. In some cases, no is the wrong word. You know, maybe you have nothing to lose. Maybe it's a great opportunity you're looking into and maybe your own fear is causing you to want to say no because we like to stay comfortable, right? So you have to ask yourself that, you know, do I have peace about this decision? Am I just afraid? Do I just have fear, right? That's the biggest advice I would give someone is to lean into that. Some things, they don't need to be overly thought out. But if you don't have peace in your decision and if you're relying on other people, and let's just 
reframe this in business purposes. If you're relying on other people to say, oh, I would never do that business or I would never go back to school or I would never do this, just be very wary and conscious of what those people do in their life and how much weight you're going to place on that decision because it's as simple as this. Good for her, not good for me. It's a simple thing that you could say to yourself. Good for her, not good for me. And you know what? That is freeing. We don't all have to have the same path. There's not one way. There's multiple ways to get there. There's multiple ways to make decisions that benefit you because it's your life. They could tell you not to go after something or not to prioritize something in your life, but you know what? You're the one that has to live with it. So as we kind of come into a close with this whole thing, I think what I really want to just leave you with here today is that saying no gives you freedom. It empowers you to be the person that you are meant to be, right? So if you are facing conflict, if you're a people pleaser, whatever the case may be, if you are facing conflict, congratulations, because it means that you are actually putting your needs above other people for once. And the only people that will get upset about you setting boundaries are the ones who are benefiting from you having none. Just remember that. All right, friends, I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you send it to a friend who could be encouraged? Or share it on social and tag me so I can personally thank you for sharing the sweet sauce. For more episodes, check out and subscribe to Courage Queen Podcast, where we share fresh perspectives and stories for people who have the guts to be vulnerable and grow through what they go through. You can also join the conversation on Instagram at Courage Queen Pod. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up.